I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we the first just... one <laughs> we was start with... obviously <laughs> it's going to be... The girls are still wearing their clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gang thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. <laughs> hey, so... bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets saucy. Welcome. You are now listening to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. I am James, and I will be the host for this intro. Uh, we host a weekly radio show to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about non-traditional relationships. Um, opening up our relationship has shattered everything we thought about normal relationships, and maneuvering our way through non-monogamy has transformed our view on sex, sexuality, and, again, relationships. <laughs> um, we produce a show every week for your listening pleasure, and our sponsors make this all possible. We truly appreciate their generosity and everything they do to support us. If you're interested in sponsoring our show or getting on our show, please contact us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, sexuninterrupted.com, and you can find all the dirty deets for all the things that we are doing. Also, if you want to support us directly, you can become a Patreon member. Uh, just visit patreon.com slash sexinterrupted and choose a membership tier that works for you. We even have a $1 one. You'll get access to our behind-the-scenes travel photos, a chance to win our... Well, actually, a chance to join our monthly live smoke show and much more. Visit patreon.com slash sexinterrupted to sign up now. And on this show, we are actually going to be going back to our recording that we did at Fusion in Las Vegas. Me and Tara had a co-host for this show, and it was Kate from Swinging Down Under who was joining us in our room. We had a brand new couple to big events, and they had some interesting topics that they wanted to talk about, and we just touched on a few things about how they prep their relationship, how they prep themselves, and what to wear, actually, to an event like Fusion. And later on in the episode, we also got to interview Torrid Souls. That's Tori and Soul from the Torrid Souls podcast. They also joined us in our room. We talked about a bunch of different topics with Kate and Tord Souls and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So join us as we cut to the interview right now. Uh, we are live at Fusion on the last day of the event. Um, I have in the room Kate from Swinging Down Under. Hi, Kate. Oh, g'day, James. How you doing, buddy? I am actually doing quite well. It's been actually fun, this whole adventure that we've had. Uh, we got to meet more people in real life. Yeah, IRL, IRL. (laughs) Um, And actually, we actually do have a first-time couple to a major event, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with us in our room as well. Hey, guys. Hello, hello. So welcome. Thank you. So I guess to start, Kate, you had a question you wanted to ask. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, we spoke before you guys came came to the event correct we spoke a few times before and i think you were asking a lot of questions around what to expect at the event what to pack what to dress what do people wear do people wear theme nights you know thinking back on you know what you wanted to do before you got here and then what it's been like how different is it in your mind versus the reality i think the conversation we had via skype really really helped um something that was rattling around in my brain was what what are people expecting of me how should I dress those sorts of things you know because we we get dressed up for formal events you know how to dress for that but how to dress for some of the parties and different nights here that we've never been exposed to Um, so piece of advice that you gave us was just be comfortable 
which really helped me. So if I'm comfortable in jeans and a nice sexy top, that's what I'm going to be in, even if everybody else is walking around in their underwear. Or what, what that really, really helped me go, I'm not going to dress as everyone else is expecting me to dress. I'm going to be comfortable. So that, that helped me pack, that helped me prepare. You're such a rebel. <laughs> well, I'm going to do what I want. And the fact that and one of the nights jeans. was PJ party. So yes. <laughs> we're talking pure comfort in that aspect. Yeah. And do you think that uh, you were assuming that you know people were going to be walking around their lingerie more and then now you've come and, and seen it and gone, okay, not everybody's doing that. Do you, did you think uh, that you'd yeah. blown it out of proportion in your mind? I, I, I think I, yeah, I think my brain went to the extreme. You know, I imagined going to the pool and everybody was going to be naked, you know, which I, can happen. But in my brain was like, I was putting uh, an unrealistic expectation on myself and going, what am I really, truly comfortable doing? Um, what I saw was a huge variety of different comfort levels, which was really, really great. But I was able to figure out what that comfort level was for myself mm-hmm. without putting any type of expectations on myself and not feeling like I was going to be judged. Yeah. Because everybody was just doing their own thing. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is great. Super One of important. the things I noticed on the on wardrobe was, and like you said, Kate, be comfortable. But you see, the women tend to get dressed they tend whether it's lingerie or their costumes or outfits the women commit and there's still a huge number of guys that are just in like flip-flops and like in a t-shirt jeans Mm -hmm. and a t-shirt yeah so i was watching that and i'm going well i'm glad i had a little bit to kind of step up the game but at the same time my struggle when like because we were going shopping back home what are we going to get what am i going to wear and i finally was just like i've been to like every clothing store where we're at yeah and then i was just like i am who i am i'm gonna wear what i want and just like you said be comfortable Mm -hmm. and that paid off when i got here and realized what people were wearing that's when i went oh i'm good yeah yeah Yeah, you don't need to worry about it correct yeah yeah Yeah, james is definitely in the same boat with that i think it is a little bit more difficult actually for the guys sometimes to to figure out what they're gonna wear it's like well in a sense most of the outfits and costumes and everything are tailored around women in mm-hmm. a sense, right? Like, 100%. Let's be real. We more choice, too. Yeah, but like how many sexy guy costumes, unless it's like a fetish or kink night, are actually out there? There's but, not Like right? superhero nights, you end up wearing like a full body suit. I was going to say that. Time, I like, think the missing piece of the market is actually sexy. I think there's a lot of guy costumes out there, but then sexy guy costumes is hard to find. Like you go into a costume store and there's like the fireman and like the police officer, the SWAT guy. Very stripper-esque. Yeah, and, mm. and then they're not really like sexy. <laughs> yeah. Or like, or it'll either be that or it'll be like um, comical stuff. So coming as a hot dog or coming yeah. as a taco. or like That's it, what you kind of play off of sometimes. Yeah, so it goes either way. Like if it's not like sexy, it'll just go from like full fireman outfit, full outfit through to comical stuff. You know? A unicorn onesie. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I have a unicorn onesie. Respect. I, I was going to bring it on the for the PJ night, and then I even saw other unicorn onesies, and I kind of looked at Tara, and I was like, I told you so. Um, <laughs> um, so planning the outfits is one thing, and preparing for that. What about preparing your relationship for coming here? What's some of the things that you guys decided you needed to put in place or talk about? prior to coming here that actually worked in your favor? Well, we started out even talking about the lifestyle probably 15 or 16 months ago. And so it was a conversation here, a conversation there. And um, 
we just both feel like we've been very good with our communication um, even before this started. So I had enough trust um, with her that I knew even when I broached the subject that if she wasn't down with it, that was fine. And it wasn't something that was going to rock our marriage. It would have just been, okay, that was a little something and move on. Um, and initially she was reluctant and, but I know her and I also know that the initial reluctance is giving herself time to process it. And that as that time and process happened, then it was, okay, well, what, all, all of a sudden she started, what about this conversation? What, what, what if mm-hmm. we do, what about this? How does this work? How does, so, um, just talking a whole lot, I think helped us. I think also something preparing for this weekend, since it was our first big event, was going into with the discussion of what are our expectations for this? What are we wanting to get out of this? What are we hoping happens? So we didn't come into it, you know, with something not happening and maybe feeling disappointed afterwards or you know just something was feeling off you know so we knew getting into it what what were those expectations for us um and discussing different scenarios and going okay if i'm not comfortable here's what we're going to do or you know we need to always constantly be checking on each other what what are we needing from each other getting into this so it was all spelled out our boundaries for our relationship was spelled out before we even got here and were approached by anybody Mm -hmm. right well, and we had talked about what are our boundaries and, and if we end up connecting with another couple, what, what are our boundaries and our rules? And then we kind of just got to the point where once we had a rough idea of what that looked like, we just came in here genuinely just wanting to meet people and, and have conversations and kind of ask people about their experiences and with almost zero intent behind trying to swap with another couple. Because mm-hmm. then when with that in mind, just going in, it let us, allowed us to be relaxed. You know, we got to talk to people and it didn't, we took the pressure off ourselves. I was going to say the pressure wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. And then if something had been like, hey, damn, this is, there's something going on here. Cool. We can react on that. And we already had our boundaries established, but otherwise it was just meeting and visiting people. Did you guys set up any like um, verbal or nonverbal cues within each other? Like just to like kind of check in and make sure that they, you had that moment of like clarity if you needed to get out or if, or you, if need, you were down or if you're down. <laughs> we were DTF. Uh, yeah, we did. Um, we, um, you know, we'd heard another podcast where someone had said something to the effect of um, if things weren't going the way they wanted or there was a weird vibe that, um, I guess the person that was that had said it was, don't you know, give our word now. Don't. Oh well, yeah, this isn't the word. Don't get. But they had asked. This is, the this is the strategy. Yes. So, but there and that with that couple that we heard on one of the podcasts, it was. I guess they never drank Bud Light, and so she would say, I'm "Kind of thirsty. Can you get me a Bud Light?" And that was like the key that they needed to come up with their exit strategy and and exit the situation. So we. It, it Bud Light is not our word, <laughs> but we have a. There's a similar phrase that we'll give each other that you know, and I think that's a really good strategy for couples. And I'm guessing you all are way more experienced than we are. You guys probably have an out of some kind. Yeah. Um. So to be able to, you know, say here's 
say that phrase that doesn't feel awkward in the midst of the conversation, Mm -hmm. but communicates to your partner that it might be time to go. Some people use, um, can you pass me a piece of chewing gum or something like that as well. I've heard that one used. So something that would, a phrase that would come up, but maybe, you know, your partner. Well, if I said that in Singapore, for starters, we don't have chewing gum because it's illegal. So that would be a bit of a red flag. Daryl would be like, what? (laughs) But, you know, some sort of phrase like, yeah, can you get me a water? Can you pass me some chewing gum? Some pretty simple words that would come up in normal conversation but when sure. your partner says it it's a it's a it's a flag except then if you really do want some water and then you got to get it yourself right yeah. <laughs> yeah. see and that's one thing that we've started doing is more of just being up front about it like if you have to check in and you give themselves those cues even just excusing yourself and say hey we have to go talk about some stuff it was really great to meet you guys like acknowledging like what you guys have with those individuals and also, if you are going to step away, also maybe mention like your level of intention of like if you're like going to talk about if you guys are all feeling it or not, like type deal, just because it makes it more clear for somebody. Because there's nothing worse, and I've said this before, there's nothing worse than like going and having to check in and like, you know, totally feeling a couple. It's working out. You've been chatting for the last two hours. You're like, all right, yeah, let's make the move. Go back, grab a drink, come back. They're already talking to somebody else, and you're fucked. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Just so it's almost like if you need to step away, you need to say, we'll be back in just a second. Or, yeah. or, or we're interested. Just let us go have the conversation. We'll be back right. in a second. Yeah. Right? Like, we've definitely said that before to people. Well, it's because we've heard of people literally spending three to four hours chatting with this couple, getting really connected, working out well, left to, like without intentionally saying, like, hey, we're interested, and just... Another couple swooped in, started chatting. Swooped and, in. Oh uh, well, it. No, I, I agree with that. But think, <laughs> know, well, no, but think, so but funny. think, but think about it this way. <laughs> think somebody's trying to talk to you, uh, talk to a couple, and they don't want to interrupt what, like so your conversation. Way. No, I get right? it. Like, I get it. No. So if you leave and don't make your intentions known, there's probably other. In. Oh, they are flying right. in like well, eagles. Just that almost that might have almost been what happened last night. We were talking with a couple. We were having a good time visiting with them. They went to go dance, and we had kind of thought about going to go dance with them. And I don't think they'd been gone 20, ninety seconds, ninety seconds tops, <laughs> if that. And another couple came in and started talking to us, and it was like, well, you know, I don't want to be like a jackass and be like, no, 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 sorry, we were gonna, but at the same time with the lifestyle being what it is and being about openness and communication, it's probably all right to just, with they say, hey, be like, you know, hey, we were, yeah, sorry to split, but we, you know, we were going to go meet up with these guys and yeah. just go. Yeah. I think part of our challenge in all this too is how to navigate some of those conversations because we want to be open and upfront about what we're willing to do, what are our boundaries and, and try to, to figure out where the other couple is at also. Um, but if we're not interested, you know, we don't want to look like assholes you know, so how do you, how do you figure out what to say with making that boundary and not sounding like an asshole? Oh, Start with a thank you. Yeah, thank we're you trying to navigate for inviting us and and inviting us back for a drink, but I just don't think it's going to work right now. Or right. I don't think we're really interested. There's a lot of tools. There's a lot of different tools. Yeah. Like of you'll like, and it comes with a lot of experience. It really does. It like, comes with saying no to people well here's the first thing it's it's going to be awkward for you guys and it will continue to be awkward the only different the very the variation on that is how awkward it's going to feel for you guys later you know yes you start practicing how to say like thank you but i really appreciate that or thank you for the compliment or i i I really 
I feel great. You know, I feel really honored that you'd think that, but I'm not really interested. It's going to be awkward. But mm-hmm. later, you say it 10 times, you say it 20 times. Right. It'll feel less awkward. It'll still be awkward, mm-hmm. but less. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And that's where we're going to end that conversation right there. We're going to pick it up in our next segment. We're actually going to cut to a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to talk more about going to big events. Stay tuned. The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen, learn, and live sexy. Welcome back to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. If you didn't listen to our first segment, this segment is about a continuation from our conversation that we had with a couple named Mr. and Mrs. Smith with our co-host Kate from Swinging Down Under in our hotel room in Las Vegas. Now, on to the interview. Well, and you... And you'll develop these things between the two of you, one, and how you share that information with other people to gauge whether your involvement with them is going to go further. You start learning like little cues. I've learned a lot when talking to vanillas, muggles, like, like just, well, just get, <laughs> yes, muggles. I say it again. Um, but it. it's, it's almost like you have these probing things that they ask you what you're doing. Like for us, it's like, you know, we're doing this like the radio show we do our website and all that other stuff and Kate you're very similar and it's interesting to like be around people and uh, them asking you questions about like what you do and so for me I've always started this sort of like process of being like yeah well we do like a radio show and if they ask more questions then you kind of tell them like okay this is who we interview and this is kind of the things we talk about and then you see their level of engagement if they, they completely get turned off by like the first two it's like great I'm just not going to go down that path. But then there's the ones that are so super curious. About, Where are you like, going with this? I just think it's interesting. <laughs> I'm missing the point. <laughs> I'm rambling. He was talking. No he was talking about making sure you kind of have your answers ready in the back of your head on how to curve the and maneuver those conversations. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's all about tools and developing these you little things. Just... Yes, I know. I was a. Su- I'm baked. I'm in Vegas. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> But it, I think it uh, it's just developing these little tools on how to like kind of navigate the way you want to navigate the right. lifestyle. And it's saying no over and over. And also you guys are going to say no to each other, which also helps solidify owning that no and having to say it. I mean, there's gonna Oh, where one of you is attracted to someone oh, yeah. and the other one it pulls yeah. the plug yeah. and says, yeah, nah. So that helps with learning how to say no and, you know, saying it over and over as right. well. I got I got a question for you guys. So that that couple that the swooped in couple. Yeah. Um, how long did you spend talking to them roughly? Twenty five minutes. How long did you want to spend talking to them roughly? You know, probably at about fifteen, I was like, "You were out." Yeah. Yeah, it's probably fifteen. I think once minutes. you gave the code, once you gave the word, then it, I don't think I think within about three minutes. You tried to shut it down. Yeah, because I don't want to be like if she gives the code, I don't want to be like. Sorry, yeah. she said the code, we're out. You know what I mean? And you want to acknowledge it. But. As awkward as it kind of started to get for us, you know, I don't know if it got to be awkward for them 
too. It may have been. Right. You know, who knows? We don't want to waste anybody's time, you know. But I think once we started realizing that it just wasn't a good match for whatever reason, it started working on an exit strategy. And that's why I was asking that question. It kind of goes back to what James was trying to say which was <laughs> which was that some you know in those first few moments like James was saying you get the cues people are asking you questions they seem genuinely engaged and right. you see that connection flowing through a conversation right. and then you get to the point where it's like okay do not pass go do not collect $200 and at that point that was your 15 minutes in you just decide right. mm-hmm. it is it is I'm not getting that that engagement right. and, and we want to get out and once yeah once we realized what their level of engagement was and realized that their level of engagement did not match our level of engagement. Mm-hmm. It was, we're mm-hmm. not going to waste your time. We're not going to waste our time, you know. But great. That's, that's great because in a weekend like this, you don't have that much time, right? Like you really don't. And it, it's like we always, I said it in a bunch of seminars and panels that we had this, this week was um, just talking about how it's like there's a difference when doing it back home where you can take your time, be a little right. more picky, mm-hmm. you know, select and choose who you kind of want to play go with and do dates. that go on a few dates do that sort of thing whereas here you got four days five days right and you got five days to figure it out right sure and so it's a little different in both well and everybody's got different communication skills and different abilities to read each other and you know we talk about how important it is to communicate with not only with our partners but to communicate with other people but the flip side of that is you've got to be you got to be able to listen like when we were, that first night we all got here, we, you guys, we were sitting across from the table with each other having dinner, and I asked about a little bit of your backstory, how you guys had met, and there was a hesitation in your voice, and it was, we met at work, but there was no, you didn't tell me where you worked, what you guys did, and I, I heard that and went, I'm not going to ask, well, where oh. do you work, what do you guys do, because okay. I heard that little, there was, and you may not have even meant to do that but there was a little bit of a pause and I went okay that might because it's like where do you work what do you do anywhere else like if you're going to some theme park and you're at a hotel and you're like it's not a big question to ask but within the lifestyle that might be a bigger question right that might be too much of a question so I listened and heard that little hesitation in your voice and went okay I'm not gonna I'm not gonna probe any further on what what she does I'll take the the conversation in this direction exactly yeah so listening Mm-hmm. listening i think in the long run and feeling that's why right yeah listening yeah. and kind of having a real you know your thumb on the pulse of a conversation it's true i think probably gets you further down the road with a, a couple whether that becomes as you guys say pants on or pants off friendships mm-hmm. listening is probably more important than what gets said yeah i like yeah it. Oh, I, I completely I, agree yeah Hundred percent, definitely. So I think we're just going to wrap this up, but I do have one last question for you. Yes, since this is your first major event. Yes, successful, in between, or failure? Oh, it was hella successful. Like, I mean, we didn't connect with anybody else sexually, but oh my god, that we had a good time. No, that's good. We had multiple good times yesterday, multiple good times the day before, good times this morning. (laughs) Well, because we had that discussion of what our expectations were. So we met every one of our expectations. So therefore, it's a success. It's a a success. Right. We wanted to come meet new people. And I, I think coming in and making this our first event, and for anyone that listens that's where we were a week ago going, do we, don't we, what... If you come into, whether it's a hotel takeover or someplace like Hedo or a club, and you're like going in with the purpose of, we need to go find someone to hook up with, you're probably going to 
burn out and, and crash and burn. Whereas if you go with the intent of worst case scenario, we have really good sex with each other for a few days. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's not a worst case scenario. That's great. Mm-hmm. So go that route. Do we each get to ask them a, a closing question? Is that go what we're doing? Yeah. Awesome. Here we go. So my Hot question, seat. Yeah. My question to you guys is now, now that you've gotten over the hurdle of your first event, do you think that this is going to open up other avenues for you to attend other events? You know, do you look at this now and say, hey, this went, you know, we consider this successful tick and therefore we're going to go out and seek something else? Like, is there something else that is on your want to do list that now you think that you've done this, it's opened up that? that fence or that gate for you to do that i think we'll look into doing another event um hometown is a closed off area no fly zone for us no fly zone we want to keep that a a, a full you know discretionary area um so for us i think it would be another out of town event of some type some type whether it's a weekend or a full week or what that's going to look like um but i think this has really opened us up into self-discovery if you will think going through um, some of the different experiences here we've learned a lot about ourselves Mm -hmm. which has been pretty interesting Um, you know a couple of surprising things that we would not have even realized had we not done this so you know whether we do something or not it's just still that journey of self-discovery it's been really really interesting but I think something is on the the horizon I'm fucking loving Loving your reaction to being here, actually. That's really refreshing. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Well, and nice. Yeah. I got the feels right now. Well, and I can tell you this. Yeah. Um, we, we've already talked about, do we go to a resort? Do we do Hedo? Do we do something like that? Yeah, sure. And I can say this. Hedo would be interesting in that, or it, whether it's Hedo or Desire or wherever you go, the all-inclusive nature of it makes it more appealing to us because after being here at this event... Um, with food, um, having to go buy all your own food, I'll do all that. I like the idea of having an event where I can go from the pool and go eat, and yes. it's just and it's all inclusive. So yes, and that is actually perhaps coming up in the next segment. I think we're going to be talking with Kate about that. Yeah, and how different it can it can be coming to an event in Las Vegas compared to. Being yeah, I've I've, le- I've got a lot of uh, takeaways, a lot of lessons learned. My, <laughs> right. my my issues and lessons learned log is is full. <laughs> yeah, if I if Good, I gave talk about. <laughs> if I gave one bit of advice to people who were we, we where we were a week ago that are debating, do we don't we find a spot where like it might not be one of the resorts where you could spend thousands of dollars, but for us this was super affordable, mm-hmm. um, and go in with a, an open mind and an expectation that you're gonna have fun together. And then if you find that the lifestyle's not for you, then check out and, and don't do it. We mm-hmm. found that even though we didn't connect really with any other couples in the bedroom, that we definitely like it. I mean, the environment, the meeting new people, the yeah. openness. So we were down with it. That's awesome. So I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're gonna talk more about fusion and some of the events that we had here today so or this weekend i guess it is anyways stay <laughs> it's the <tuned> last day <laughs> after the break
And that's our second segment. We wanted to thank Mr. and Mrs. Smith for taking time out of their vacation to come talk with us in our room. I think we had a great discussion. Also like to thank Kate from Swinging Down Under for being our co-host on this magical ride that we took this last couple of weeks. And we are going to cut to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Torrid Souls podcast. That's Tori and Soul from the Torrid Souls podcast. Stay tuned after the break. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. James from Sex and Interrupted. Uh, I just started this segment again because I forgot to hit the fucking record Bad button. octopus. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Bad. Long story short, if you hear the octopus joke, <laughs> I have the cables coming all over and... Um, we are in our room here at Fusion, and we have Tara and myself and Kate from Swinging Down Under and the Torrid Soul podcast with Tori and Soul. So welcome, guys. Thank you guys for coming. Hey. This is like Thanks deja vu. It really is. I'm sorry. It's, it's just, like deja vu happening all over. He's never done this before. I actually have never not done it. What a bad boy. That. Is there I'm too many women in the room for you? No. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah. Now you're... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> The more the merrier for this guy. <laughs> but anyways, welcome guys on the show. Ladies, my bad. Y'all. 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 None of us are Americans, but y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your guys' trip so far? So far, so good. We always end up having a good time no matter what because uh, we don't look for anything in particular and we find everything then. Yeah, we get to meet lots of great people, lots of great um, couples meet organizers of events. It's always nice to see how and what goes well and what doesn't go so well and watch their stress because I'm not the one organizing. So, <laughs> my God, right? um, it's, it's totally something about like putting on an event like this. It's just and how many working parts there are constantly going from this resort being very spread out. So you're having the playrooms at the back and then the three different pools and everything's just all over the place, right? Like you think about those working parts and it's just, that can be quite stressful. And it's kind of like what we're going to talk about. And the weather. About. Oh yeah. <laughs> the so nipply weather? The nipply, yeah. That's beyond oh nipply. God. This is, I was so we Dude, I'm so, I was so upset the first two days. Like, I come from Singapore. It's hot. It's fucking hot every day. And I came here with shorts and singlets, and I'm like, I'm going to get pool time in. And then it was <laughs> 13 degrees Celsius, which, in an, that's an Australian winter. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. Lots you can imagine nipples. my unhappy. That's pretty lots warm. lots of nipply moments. Yeah, our winters are colder than that, but it still doesn't mean we wanted this weather when we came here. <laughs> well, that's not what we, Like, we were in Vegas two years ago for an yeah. event, and yeah. it was like... 35 40 unbearable heat so i mean you could have both sides of the spectrum you could have unbearable yeah. heat with no shade true right yeah. like people are gonna complain no matter what yeah. yeah it could be cold it could be hot it could be too hot you can't please everyone so just no, you can please some thing. of the people some of the time most of the people most of the time but not all of the people all of the time 
Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Deep. And then underneath, I'm trying to. Underneath it's quoted I'm... Kate. From <laughs> <laughs> I think that's her Hashtag original. Hashtag shit stuff. Shit that stuff that Kate says. No, that was bad. Shit stuff Kate says? Yeah. <laughs> Which is we're just adding to it Kate right now. Says that shit. <laughs> Kate says shit stuff. Uh, so this is a little bit different, though. Like, um, you guys have been to Desire. You've been to Hito. You've been to Desire. You've been to Hito. Yeah. So I've done Desire. I've not done Hito, and I've done Naughty New Orleans and yeah. clubs and stuff, obviously. Yeah. And I know you guys have done hotel parties, like you did um, Vin, right? We've done Valentine's night. That you're currently hotel. editing right now will be out any hour. That new <laughs> podcast from Torrid Souls. Check it out. Um, <laughs> Sell it, Kate. You are welcome. Um, yeah. So this was really different from this is my first like non-nin hotel takeover, I guess, and so that okay. was really. I was not prepared. I'm so underprepared. It takes a little bit of, uh, like, almost the first day, you kind of have to get your bearings. You have to get food. Cause Cutlery. The first day, I went up to 7-Eleven, oh, yeah, and I bought one of those, like, microwave microwave uh, pasta dishes, and I was eating it with a coffee stirrer, a little, tiny little <laughs> stirrer, and I was stabbing at the pasta and eating it. And I sent them a video, and they were at the airport, and I said, can you please bring forks? <laughs> Yeah, we actually like stole stat. some from we, like, we, the we stole condiment a few of those section. Packages. Go to an unsuspecting cafe and steal some forks. Like that's my <laughs> we did. That's my mission for you guys. Well, they we were kept... actually not very happy about that. Well, but I used it. Yeah, no, we did it. Um, we yeah, I think one of the things is like you don't know what you're gonna have to bring, unfortunately. And coming from Canada, coming from Singapore, I mean, it's not like we're coming for short distances, so you almost have to put that effort into taking the extra trip, making a list, getting things like fucking cutlery, cups, because we got little mm-hmm. dinky cups that it was like a We were pass. prepared, we brought crutches. You got, yeah, but you okay. guys have. Is that, is, that, is that a license for free drinks? Just, <laughs> just in case that we brought crutches. Well, here's a question for you guys, though. Like, your room was probably out of. Out of us all, the most stocked. Like we walked into your room the other day, and you were yeah, having like a healthy buffet of <laughs> I was fruit, like, pop tarts, fruit, and like vegetables and milk, and you yeah. had like yogurt, and you had all all the things. Yeah, so, sorry for the dig on telling you pop tarts aren't food. I know. But- <laughs> I was like, uh, do you want pop tart? You're like, it's not food. I'm like, <laughs> I wasn't quite doing so. Um, <laughs> so did you guys know you had to get that though, or did you come no, here? No, well, and then we knew it that it had a fridge, and we knew that it had a microwave because we looked that up before um, to make sure. You guys had eggs. Yes. Hams. You had fucking eggs? Yeah, I saw eggs in their <laughs> fridge. When Why they am I not eating for 24 hours and you guys have sure eggs either. in your you, fridge? You knew our room number. You saw the alcohol. Yeah, and the eggs. Alcohol, you gotta have eggs. Breakfast is my bitch. What? I love breakfast. If you, if you have alcohol, where is the logic in that? <laughs> this is soul. There is no logic. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> if, you have, if there's booze, there's eggs. <laughs> Deal with it, motherfucker. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> So, yeah, we agree with the getting settled because we would come in early, kind of size things out, figure out where the food is, the restaurants. We, because we do eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, you can't get that at just about any restaurant anywhere anyway. So we're in the United States States of America. Yes, very United true. States of America, exactly. Yes. We're so, not bread people, so and we, we don't know. eat bread. So based on that, we know that any place we go, and also if you arrive early to a hotel for a hotel takeover, we always arrive the day early. Sometimes. Ask for a fridge right away. Um, and if if you're, they're not sure if they will give you one, tell them that you have medication and that needs give to you be refrigerated. Oh, you and need the cold chain to keep going. That is so brilliant. Yeah. So then I feel you get like the I'd fridge. be lying, but that's great. Yeah. Well. 
you can say I have, yeah, basically <laughs> due to health reasons, I need to have a yeah. fridge um, because we have supplements. We take vitamins and stuff and a lot, a lot of those have to be written in the fridge, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So based on yeah. that, we get the fridge and then we can go get some of the essentials. So we're not rushing out in the morning to get food for breakfast. So you knew though, you knew you had to like prepare. Yeah. Well, well we travel a fair bit, so we kind of are used to that. And we okay. used to be vegans. So we just got used to that because I see. basically you, you had can't to prepare eat anyway. anywhere. So we would right. get right. a fridge. Vegetarian. And, well, and that's what a, about New Orleans? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That there's not much for anything. Everything is deep fried. Really there's no hard vegetables. To find vegetable and fruits, and there. that's why we got the fridge first thing there. Yeah. So, well, yeah. and that's the and that's kind of interesting. How like that's the fundamental difference between like going to a resort and going mm. to a place like this, where this you have to prep for. There is a lot of work that goes into the additional things that you were required to have it like almost a successful weekend here at the resort versus like going to desire hedo temptations all all, any of the all-inclusives that are out there that everything's already paid for right and you just get to go to like the restaurant eat some good food make your reservations in the morning you know what i mean and that's where here it's like you bring food back to me yeah yeah, I think that's probably the biggest the the thing that I was unprepared for. Um, not necessarily that you're it wasn't. hangry, aren't you? I'm ha- I'm horny, hungry, angry. How do we do? Whore angry. Whore angry. Um, that was something that I was not at all prepared for. Um, but not just the fact that it's not all inclusive because it is what it is. We know that. But the fact that we're in Vegas and things are a long way away, and so I just assumed even with not in New Orleans. Yes, you you don't have an all inclusive, but there's literally tons of restaurants at your doorstep. There's liquor places at your doorstep. You don't have to like go out and have a mission to yeah. find food. And that was something I was really unprepared for. But I met a lady in the lobby the other day, and there's a um, a shop called Instacart. I don't know if anybody knows that in the room. Do you guys know that? Instacart, you can go online, you can get groceries from your local thing within one hour. And so that's what a lot of the folks here did. They went on Instacart, they got all of the water, all their mixes, everything delivered within one hour. They can get fresh fruit and vegetables. Mm, that's a good reason. And the delivery charge is like two bucks or something. So what? really, rather what? than going out on a mission, it's going to be... cheaper than an Uber ride there. Right. Correct. Plus, the Uber driver was actually extra nice and helped carry his stuff to our door. But otherwise, it would have been like three trips to and from the freaking Uber. Yeah, so you can get them to bring everything that you need, um, you know, even down Smart. to, like, I don't know, randomly the cleaning products. Condoms? That's strange condoms. Yes, whatever you need, <laughs> lube. You can get that all delivered, including capsicums and carrots and what else you want. So that was a cool takeaway. I would have done that if uh, I'd have known about it at the beginning of the week. I think food is an important factor in this lifestyle event experience we've been to Hito we've been to Desire we've been to Temptation we've done hotel takeovers we've done a lot of different variety of events and what I find as you said Kate is that because there wasn't a central place where everybody would meet and sit and eat it was very hard to connect with people the resort's huge so that makes it a little more difficult but if there was a central place that everybody gathered to eat you could reconnect with people you could meet mm-hmm. new people you'd have time to sit and and the fact that resorts have that central place mm-hmm. makes a huge difference in your ex- well our experience but it, it can make a difference in your experience based on how you feel about who well, you've connected with and been able to you know well it maximizes the people you meet food right? brings like, people together well and that's that's Definitely. the one thing that I, I I've even brought up about this event is that with the resort being so big 
there's less human interaction. Yeah. What do so you, you need, need a central place. What do you, you need, need from lifestyle events? Yeah. You need human interaction. You need people connecting. You need people interchanging. You need the butt funnel, as I like to call it, where you get people turning. Like It's a small area where two people turn sideways. It's a bar term that it's an area between like the bar and like the first row of seating and you make it small enough where two people can pass through but they have they to pass through sideways they can't stand shoulder to shoulder and what it does is it turns people face to face and causes human interaction and for a bar that's more profitable because more human interaction more people drink the more people will people are willing to buy drinks for other people and Whoa. people meet people it's called the butt funnel never heard of that so, mind blown so it's called a butt funnel it's like but, on the plane but it's in a bad way on the plane where exactly. people like do I pass them with the, the crotch or the butt yeah. <laughs> when you gotta get out of the aisle right but <laughs> most, pe- most people would rather face somebody than turn around and have their ass out there it's actually true I actually I do the pass with the crotch yeah because right? I just want to see the people. Exactly. That's with the crowd. You, yeah. don't, you don't want them, you don't want to turn around and not right. be able to see them grab your ass. But <laughs> in that, in like, we hope we all ask for that. But um, that's that point of the butt funnel is creating human interaction. That's what I feel like the lifestyle always needs is people to be engaging. We were talking about it earlier in the break when, before we started recording about dancing and just getting the body moving and getting into that zone and that vibe and feeling it between all the people around you. Like yeah. the more the dance, the interaction. you got to create human interaction. And that's one thing about this resort being so big. Like if it was full, a hundred percent full, you could probably get quite a bit of interaction, but this wasn't necessarily full to like the brim because they were also doing work on one of the buildings. But And that'll be the end of our segment. We're going to pick up this conversation in the next segment, but I did want to remind everyone, if you would like what you're hearing and you want to hear more, you can go to Swinging Down Under and you can check out their podcast. You can also check out the Torrid Soul podcast. Uh, if you want to check out our stuff, go to sexuninterrupted.com. And we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to continue with this amazing conversation. Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos. And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter. All on thesexylifestyle.com. Welcome back to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. This is our last segment, and if you didn't listen to our last segment, we are continuing our conversation with Torrid Souls and our co-host, Kate, from Swinging Down Under. And back to the show. Um, what about consent? Do you guys think that consent was something that was discussed a lot at this event and taken into account for? I like the shirts. Yeah, I'll I think, to say I think the way that they presented yes. it ahead of time, the way that they presented it on in the published materials as yeah. well as in the emails going out and then the shirts having that on the back and signs all over the playrooms and all over the, I think and the I think that goes back to naughty events is the only of these three organizers that I have experienced that we have experience with um, but they were doing that at uh, Naughty in New Orleans too yeah. and I think they've even upped it another level so I think they're really helping to create that awareness I think they're being a um, what is it called pioneer a, a pioneer in the consent discussion and I think it's needed at events like this because I mean, even last night I had something happen and I was able to go to one of the staff members and tell them about it. And first of all, I wasn't like 
discarded because of what I said. Like, they didn't say, oh, well, like, what happened? Can you actually tell me? They were like, what does she look like? Like, where is she? Can you point her out? Describe her. Describe what happened. They believed me. Mm -hmm. They didn't question what I had to say. They didn't make me feel like I had to really back up my story. I just had to explain what happened, who she was, and they took care of the rest, and I didn't even have to hear from it after that. So was pretty awesome I and that's it. a lot of what we're used to in some of the in the clubs in the toronto area so I, that's good, good to hear yeah. yeah yeah it makes you feel um it's more easier to be vulnerable and sexy when it feels safe mm-hmm. definitely the thing that i notice with consent is that men really get it that's when my, my yeah my experience yeah. is that I agree. When they when they see that word and they're reminded of it, they get it. They take okay. it seriously. Mm-hmm. Take it seriously. I don't think women have the same they think understanding. It apply they to think them. it applies to the men. I look mm-hmm. at it. I look at it in this way. Um, since guys could stand up to pee, we've been told to ask for everything. Ask for consent. Ask to touch. Now, of course, there are bad eggs on both sides, and I understand both. But women have also now been programmed to answer the question, not ask them. Yeah. Right. Men have been constantly told, ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. Whereas we're, we're, we're told, say no. Yeah. As opposed to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Ask first. Right. It's every consent issue I've ever had in my whole lifestyle experience has all been women. I will 100% say that. And I take it upon myself to educate and not point my finger and say you're bad for doing that but just say you know like this applies to you too and yeah. I don't appreciate that yeah it's not a negative isn't it yeah I just think it's it's not it's something that needs um, a little bit more focus that when we say consent we're talking to you women as well mm-hmm. because just yesterday I had my butt out because it was a fetish night and mm-hmm. that was part of the costume and this and also you just wanted to get your butt out exactly <laughs> it's and a nice butt she's got a, yeah, she, show it off she's got a great ass <laughs> Tori buys the costumes, I put them on. No, I see what's going on now. There we go. So she passed, this lady passed by and rubbed my butt and then said, I've wanted to do that all night. I had the same thing. Happen and I was like, night. okay, if she had said that before. Can I? I would I've, like all, to I've been this. wanting to do this all night. I would have said, sure. Yeah. But instead it felt like, Oh, thank you for letting me know what you just did, <laughs> which doesn't feel good. There's a lot. There's night. a lot of that, and, and and sometimes like even in the heat of the moment, I can be like a proponent of do it, but it's mostly with around people that I've talked to before. Like not I agree. just and not you go self place like, and self. You know, you gotta like check yourself in because you do. You get excited. You're out drinking. Yeah, and you're dancing. Yeah. Did she know you at all? She's rubbing on she your genitals. Past me that's on what the she does. Smashing genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if it was. <laughs> Off record, I wonder if this is. Well, let's. So going back to the differences, then. So you guys are used to going to desire and temptation as well. You guys have been to Hedo. So in terms of like the way that the day pans out and that whole piece about people meeting in dining rooms, people meeting in certain areas throughout the day, have you found that to be hugely different here? The fact that there's not that, not you know, like day to day to day, like hour by hour, what to expect. But have you found that to be quite different, interesting, better, In worse? In general, hotel takeovers are a very different recipe than resorts. Um, with the resorts, you have people coming and going on different days. So you have a different energy. You don't know that people are all there for the same period yeah, of time. Yeah, people coming in, new people, yeah. Yeah, so you're yeah. not, the conversation almost always has to be, when did you arrive? When are you leaving? Especially if you're interested, because mm-hmm. you've got to figure out the timing. Turn, <laughs> turn, so turn over, right? Yeah, exactly. Turn 
exactly. And so there's that. Uh, So the nice thing about takeovers is you've got a group of people that for the most part are all there for at least two of the nights for the most part. So they, some of them may be longer or shorter around that, but you've got that. So in some senses that's neat because it kind of builds a community in our experiences where you see the same people over and over you know more or less everybody's here till Sunday and you've got that uh, the meals I have to completely agree that having somewhere where you're not necessarily having pre-arranged plans to mm-hmm. go for dinner like we yeah. went for dinner with all of you guys which was great I was amazed I loved the place and it was great that you arranged that that was a lot of fun but um, the that's the only dinner we went out for it that's the only meal we went out for other than breakfast yes. with you Kate yeah like that's the only meals we went out for because it's like we are we going to go and invite and then make reservations as opposed to having a restaurant Just or a things fluid, on site more fluid like you walk there and you say hey we're, we're getting a table of eight do you want to join yes think, exactly yeah. okay. so we enjoy that about the resorts is that we will we almost always try not to sit alone we will yeah. always try to join someone or invite other people people we haven't even met just so that we can have some conversations and get to know people so in the hotel takeovers that we've been that have food on site like Valentine's in Niagara they had the option of having the all-inclusive where there was a buffet dinner nice. and all of that not everybody did it but the people who did your food's there and then you just have a wristband it also included five drinks they put an X on your wristband for each drink each day and yeah. but not everybody had to do the all-inclusive some people sure. To pay options, for their yeah. drinks and to go out and get food. So it was an extra price. Yeah, it was an extra price. Okay. I thought it was very reasonable. I can't tell you how much it was right now, but I thought it was really reasonable for and us. And the food was awesome. The food was and really it was good. Was great that you didn't have to go anywhere because it was February and it was freaking and we cold. Meet, meet Canada, it's Canada in February. <laughs> That's like crazy and it's so one of the meals there. we just grabbed our plates and we're like where do we sit oh look there's Dylan from Life on the Swing Set we're gonna sit with them and we sat and nice. chatted with them oh, cool. and we never would have arranged that ahead of time <laughs> no it's uh, just yeah, that, time. That's, they were sitting there we so. found that at Hito the same we would walk up to tables and like we'd go to dinner with nobody else we would just get dressed up go to dinner find people that we knew or that we met along the way and just uh, be like hey we're gonna go grab a plate can we join you in there and they always he- said no, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they said yes. <laughs> and, and at Hito, and some resorts do this, where the staff will sit at the tables, and um, they have a policy yes. where the staff don't sit together with you know just staff. They you know you separate yourselves out and sit at tables with the guests, and I find that cool too because you get to hear about their experiences and they talk to you. So that's another added bonus of having that yes. central place to eat. So I think and you feel more connected that. to the resort and to the event as a whole because they. They sit with you and they share their story. I mean, there's a lot of sweet stories that we heard at Jamaica from people who work there. And you're like, whoa, this is so cool. I had no idea it was like this. Yeah. James. Yes. How do you feel about the schedule? The schedule? Yeah, run us through it. What do you think? Schedule? <laughs> schedule. The sh- what? We say schedule. Fun of your accent. Schedule. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> That's really? what you've wanted to schedule. do, I hear, because the vulva is like all hangry. <laughs> we're all like, we looked at you, we're like, schedule. <laughs> I know, I'm British. I know. I know, I know schedule. schedule I'm with your girl. <laughs> Fist pump. Fist bump. I, I just thought you were. You thought had I was a lisp. Like drunk. You thought she had a lisp. <laughs> a schedule. Hey, James, what do you think about the. Sketch. Schedule. Schedule. Right. It's wrong, man. Uh, schedule. Work with schedule. Me. Sketch. So, schedule. 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 Yeah. You're almost Canadian uh, now. There you go. So I, I Australians are Canadians with a weird accent. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's let's just tone this down for a second. Um, she asked about the schedule um, and the. Oh, God, uh, hey. There you go. Uh, Did I you think mumble actually, that? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, That's I think a Canadian the, word too, right? Sure. 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 A. 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 Sure. About. A. Sure. Pillow. Irie man. <laughs> pillow. Oh, that's Jamaican. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, I think the schedule is good. I think that they they set it up in the way that they use a uh, sketch. I think. <laughs> a sketch. Would that be a sketch? <laughs> it would be a sketch. Fuck you guys. <laughs> so S C H E D is a website, and they run um, all of the uh, naughty events. They run through the sketch program, and it's really cool because if once you select your events every morning, if you have your data on from Canada or you have stuff on, you have to go. No, you don't. <laughs> That's not true. One, but it sends you an email about what your schedule is for the day. Uh, the one thing that I would always recommend is wear a fucking watch because nobody has a fucking idea what time it is around the pools. Did you? No? What was that rapper that used to wear the big watch around his neck? Flavor Flav. Right. Okay, so there's... Okay, next time we all get together, somebody needs to be Flavor Flav and just the wear... designated Flavor Yeah, the designated Flavor Flav and just wear the big watch and then we can all be like... What time is sweet. it? It's Flavor Flav time! <laughs> but I... I I did I like I think we should have um, an airplane with a banner oh. telling the time. Hey, it's 2.30. Ac- it's time for the bisexual and queer uh, podcast. Yes, yeah, going across the resort. <laughs> or a date or cuckoo clock. Yeah. This is all seeming very expensive. <laughs> but you like the schedule? I did like schedule. <laughs> okay. I always like the schedule. I like the fact that... It, and I like that they also ask um, everybody their review. At the end of the night of how everything was. They'll send you an email about how your day was. So please give us a good review if you came to our panels. You know we're talking I'm to you. I'm a schedule person. So for or, me. Or a schedule person. Which one are you? We put it sure. in Excel. Tomato, tomato. We put it in Excel. I literally oh, okay, have so I'm a, not that much of a schedule person. I have a printout of it. Yeah, that and show that to you. Hold on yeah. a second. Okay. <laughs> and then we highlight because we don't have a color printer. We have to actually highlight like the a one. physical pen. So highlight. Tara legitimately bought an entire like printout of everything in Excel with little highlighted sections. What's happening? Wow. Pool by pool. Was like dinner. Venue by venue. It's it's all in there. Okay, okay. So I'm not so, that organized. Yeah, but but he did I, it actually. James okay. did wow. it. Wow. Okay. But I do like that, to have the actual a, schedule, and I like the app. I thought it was a good idea. I like the fact that you could look through and get a summary of what most of the events were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was check, awesome. Check off the ones that you're pretty mm-hmm. sure you want to go to, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, it's in between. What was going on now, and do I want to change my mind? And it was just as quick as looking at the app. So I really like that. The one thing, the reason why we do it this way is because what we do before we get here too now, which is even more planning, is we book our dinner reservations in advance. We do. So what we'll do is be able to so find out. So what's that? Sorry, Tara books your dinner reservations in advance? I do some of them. <laughs> is that what I heard? Really? But anyways. Which? <laughs> I did one. He turns up. Anyways. Respect. Besides the point. Besides the point. Um, we just now we now have a plan of when our dinner is going to be. So then for us, it's been we've done this for the last I think like the last six trips. We, we book st- our reservations yes. in advance for four to six people always and yeah. book them in advance. So if we fill the seats, great. If we don't, we just change it. And if we don't make the reservation, we just cancel it. Yeah. So now we have a, a place to go if we really want to to go to eat. If it, the plans change, like somebody invites us somewhere else, great. Where it came in handy was New Orleans. Because yeah. there's so many fucking people there. Sometimes places book up for a whole week while, mm-hmm. while it's going on because you can't get in. And so I just would make dinner resos here and there. And like you'd be at a, a, a what is it, bar takeover. And I'm like, fuck, like we're getting close to seven. If we leave now, we have an hour and a half to get ready. And then it's like the people that are around. I'm like, okay, I have six. 
who wants to come and and then a fight breaks out in the bar and nobody knows why then everybody takes their clothes off and it becomes an orgy and then nobody gets to dinner anyway nobody's eating dinner no actually that hasn't happened (laughs) (laughs) that's because you made reservations in advance (laughs) exactly we're prepared but But we cancel a lot of them in new orleans actually Mm. uh she they attend everyone and uh if you're listening to this in your restaurant in new orleans they're great patrons so please don't (laughs) deny their bookings sponsor them (laughs) (laughs) you're like those motherfuckers never showed up (laughs) all right well no this is is a good point though so james your next trip is to naughty new orleans right yes so how are you guys preparing for that we haven't started yet. Excellent. We started for this one. <laughs> Have you not made dinner reservations? <laughs> Jesus. Um, no. <laughs> no. We wait at least a month in advance. Okay. You're getting close. Uh, how getting do you, so, Torrid Souls, how do you guys prepare for Nin? We buy food. <laughs> If we have a fight somewhere for dinner, then we eat out. <laughs> Otherwise, now you know who to talk to every night. We, like, so. we, we have Tara make our dinner reservations. Yes, we have an assistant in advance. We have a, a, a personal assistant. Yeah, and they take care of that. And Just on the record, how much are you paying Tara each hour that she's doing this? Like she, negotiations. She, she gets to look at us. I yeah. think it, I get their dinner boom. company. Wow. Okay. All right. Wow. It's a good trade. <laughs> Can't complain. Can I can I be like the negotiator in the middle? Because I, I feel like you're getting ripped off. <laughs> yeah, please. She is worth more than that It's okay. She's just hangry. <laughs> you know, yeah. don't, don't okay, so food. What else? We show up and um, you show up. I think the biggest. Well, we show up early. Idea. Okay, first step. As, no, actually, you have said. to take back a step more. Okay, there's a step before the showing up early. She, that's what she does. Is she shows okay, up? Okay, let me tell you my story. <laughs> we we show up early okay. because she's booked it early. <laughs> we have reservations early because Tara's booked that early. Okay, thanks, and Tara. We kind of scout around, see where everything is, put stuff. Because Tara's our giving fridge. you a map with like highlighted highlighted areas. Cool. parts. Cool. Good. Okay. And we it's a welcome pack. We go get alcohol and food, and we have a bar and and um, and food in our fridge, and then we eggs sort are of important. Yeah. Wa- Excuse eggs, me. How eggs. do you get a fridge? Yeah. How do you get a fridge? You you ask. I for didn't one. get a fridge. We just talked. About you ask for one. You ha- oh, you can actually. You ask say for I, I. That's I, what I, I said. Need, you need medication. I, I need to. I have things I that need to stay refrigerated, and you get a fridge. Here. Everywhere you go, you get a fridge. I need things to be refrigerated because I have supplements or I have medication or whatever reason you want to say. You want to I like my vodka. Yeah, cold. Breast breast milk. Milk. I eat warm cheese in New Orleans last year, just so you guys know. You need but, to keep your glass dildos cold, whatever. But by yes. the way, the, the hotel in Nin is going to run out of fucking fridge. That's why we. Like everybody me. has a we, lot of health issues. We, we, <laughs> everybody's going to be booking early, so they'll have extra on Sunday extra income to pay for more fridges. Okay. Because everybody's coming a day. So early. you guys come, come in, too. you do your food, you do your alcohol, you set your room. And then we just kind of wander around and try to look pretty and people invite us to things and we go, sure. And and everybody else has had dinner reservations, so they invite us. (laughs) We never make dinner reservations because that's... Because they're pretty. Yeah. Yes, so modest, aren't you, Soul? Now I actually understand. Yeah. I'm like, I've not been invited to dinner before, like at New Orleans, Naughty New Orleans. I'm questioning. But thanks for that. You now, you now know why. They yeah, don't like make my confidence is. I did great say we right tried now. to look pretty. I didn't say we were naturally, and it happens all the time. We just kind of bat our eyelashes and see what happens. 
Oh my god. This is all BS. <laughs> Absolute BS. All right. She's here with me. Now tell the real story. Okay, so <laughs> preparation in advance to answer your question. Um <laughs> Is look up the hotel, look up the, all the details of the hotel. What is the hotel? You have? do all this stuff? Yes, I do all oh my God. Do you read TripAdvisor? Yes. Me too. I read that. I read the reviews that are on Google. You're so type A I like look me. through all of the restaurants in the area. I try to figure out which ones might be I'm good interest. at sex. Um, Why don't yes, you book you, the reservations if you don't, if you're on the Type sex because like him. <laughs> I like your idea. I like the idea of booking them. I'd never thought of that. The. Issue with it is now that you guys are going to be fighting for booking reservations. <laughs> it's like, no, we'll just join, like, we're full. join teams. Wait, we'll does Tara have a booking? Yes, cancel it and book me instead. Because <laughs> <laughs> put my name on it. Um, but I think the biggest thing is because we we'll tend show up. to go with the flow of whatever it is that's going on. So if we're having more fun at a bar takeover, for instance, in Naughty New Orleans, or if we're, if it was at a resort and we're in the pool, we're often, temptation, we're in the pool until they close the pool at seven o'clock, and then it's like, oh, well, let's go eat dinner in our cover-ups because then we'll just go get ready for the party. So we tend to go with the flow. So based on that, it's hard, but making a reservation, I probably wouldn't do it every night, but maybe a couple nights. We never, we don't make them all. Okay. Like we really, Sometimes I cancel them, sometimes I modify it, but at least you kind of hold, I find like, cause I use open table. Okay. They'll be more flexible to the modifications if you actually make the reservation. Yeah, to be okay. But most of the prep in advance is usually costumes. Is usually what are we going to wear for theme nights, things like that. That's cause we have to- I buy, vitamins. I, I buy the Ziplocs and then yes. deliver them to the house. That's your contribution? Yeah. <laughs> How do I get in on this relationship? It sounds yes, amazing. Seriously. I know, I'm like, what the fuck? Ziplocs I can bring sex. some fucking Ziplocs. Like. <laughs> Ziplocs and sex. I will, I will go here. to Costco and pick up 14 fucking boxes of Ziplocs. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. Here you go. What about you guys? How are you guys preparing for Nin? We are definitely looking at the costumes. I think we're going to start ordering stuff online now because we live in Canada. It takes a little bit longer for stuff to come across the border. Um, we come in a day early. We also buy booze in Canada because it's cheaper duty to get it duty free. free in Canada than in the States. Um, and health, health. A week before, we actually don't like to party. Oh, okay. Preach it. I know. Preach it. I love it. What's happening? Health. A, a week before, like, we try and stay away from, like, lifestyle parties. Children, especially. <laughs> lifestyle parties. Children, I'm like, you're ill. Like, yeah. Because they'll get me sick. Exactly. Lifestyle parties kissing Vitamin C. I like start stocking mm-hmm. up on vitamin C. Um, just like also personal grooming, like booking appointments for my hair, for my nails, because trying to book in last minute is really stressful. Usually they can't get me in on time. So I do it about three to four weeks ahead of time to make sure I can flow and I'm not being really stressed out right before we leave. Because travel is, it can be stressful. Like thinking of, especially adding sex into the mix. I mean, you, you're... You're like, well, what do I, I need to bring all these outfits, sexy outfit, a costume outfit, a dinner outfit. And so I'd want to take all the personal grooming off the table and make sure everything's already taken care of weeks in advance. And I just have to show up, Well, get it done and leave. Well, that's almost the one thing too that goes with the comparison between the two is, is like going to desire or hedo or temptations. It's like, you don't bring that many fucking clothes. Yeah. Right. Like you at desire or hedo, Either cl- a lot of clothing optional this. or nude it's like you are naked for the entire day and then you put clothes on to go eat right like yeah. and it's either your outfit your costume 
or something you just put on along the way. But you don't need that many clothes. Here, we it's like you have to prepare for... It's like three efforts a day here. Breakfast, At least. Yeah. Yeah. seminar clothes, your pool clothes, and your dinner nightly clothes, plus your costumes. Right? Like, you're not wearing your costumes out to dinner half the time. Like, I didn't wear my PJs We're doing out. that wrong, Tori. Yeah. Kate, just, what about you? What are you preparing for? Uh, I like the health the, the health section. Um, for me, yes, absolutely. Stay the fuck away from sick people. Um, because you've spent 12 months... No, Sorry, legitimately. Yes. You spent 12 months saving for this. And if I've some been sick event is fucking, dodgy person room. gets on a plane and they haven't, taken, they haven't taken responsibility for themselves and they infect you, that's 12 months of your saving and everything else. Yep. It could impact you and it sucks. Um, being a female, I also prepare health-wise for, for that as well. So e- even right now in my bag, I have a little go bag with different medicines. So everything I need, if I get a urinary tract infection, yeah. thrush, whatever it is, I've got my vitamins, I've got everything that I need. Um, and so again, weeks before, I'm also preparing for that, you know, making sure I'm not going to get sick. If you are due to have your period, I'm going to get real here. There is some medication that you can actually stop your period and you can delay it by seven days. Um, your doctor I'm supposed can, to have my period at Naughty. So your doctor can prescribe you this medication. I'll give it to you after. And then you can delay your period for seven days. So if you're not on like a contraceptive pill where you can, you know, skip the... The period tablets, a lot of people do that. They just keep carrying on. There's herbs too. There's herbs or there's a prescribed medication where you can stop your period for seven days. So if I know that that's coming, I'll also go and get those. So that's how I prepare. Yeah. I think the health thing is uh, people underestimate that. And you're right. When you're spending thousands, literally yeah, thousands of dollars. you spend 12 months saving money and then you, you get there and you're sick. Because if you're coughing, first of all, people don't find that attractive if you're like sitting there coughing in their face. Yeah, it's don't get me fucking sick. Yeah, exactly. Don't get me sick. Yeah, people are going to want to kiss you. They're not going to want to hang out with you. The sleep and the lack thereof. Yeah. When you don't you need to be sleep, on it messes vitamin C. up your immune system. You need the vitamin so C. So we are really big on supplements in all of our Same life, here. but in the prep, as you just mentioned, oh, yeah. the weeks before, yeah, we're diligent because taking, we actually take vitamins three times a day. Like we're diligent with a, a schedule of and the don't stop and taking them because you're here exactly because then you crash mm-hmm. and then you get more fucking yeah. sick because alcohol lowers your immune system yeah. so you're day drinking yep. <laughs> and you're not sleeping yeah. and you're not taking your vitamins that and you normally take your every day yeah that's true. That's a yeah. shitstorm. Oh, yeah, we have to all happen right there. I usually get pretty sick after because I stop taking my stupid vitamins. Well, it's also because we drink drinking. excessively sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. I just love how that adds. Every add, day. Add that in there. Sometimes meaning every day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. that's my that's my thought. So health, really big deal. Awesome. Well, I think we're actually going to wrap it up here. Nice. Um, quickly, how, do we, how does anybody get in touch with you guys? Where do they find your show? Our show can be found at torridsouls.com, T-O-R-R-I-D-S-O-U-L-S.com, and any podcast player anybody finds. And of course, we're busy on social media, mostly Twitter, MeWe, and Instagram. Instagram. Toward Souls. Yeah, we started doing Instagram stories. That's so much fun. I got the inspiration from YouTube, by the way. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) IG stories are the shit. I love it. There she is, man. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Kate? Okay, so um, this is Kate from Swinging Down Under. And again, you can find me on my website, swingingdownunder.com. I'm on all the podcasters, just like Torrid Souls. You can find them on the different uh, podcatchers. And I'm also on Instagram and Twitter. So yeah, basically, or just actually go to the Sex Uninterrupted site and go to their friends page yeah. and you'll actually find us there anyway. So you can just link back through Sex Uninterrupted. We're friends. You guys Aww. are friends. Yeah. yeah. You sweet. <laughs> 
Okay, get out of my room. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, anyways, thank you guys so much for taking some time to come talk with us today. And that's our show today. I'd like to extend a huge thank you out to Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Torrid Souls for being guests on our show. And I'd also like to extend a huge shout-out and a big thank you to our co-host for this event and show Kate from Swinging Down Under. Uh, as they just said, you can find all of their stuff on Swinging Down Under and Torrid Souls, and you can probably find Mr. and Mrs. Smith somewhere on one of the dating sites. We probably don't know which one, but uh, we'd like to thank you guys for sticking out to the end. Thank you, hashtag Sue Crew, and until next time, keep it sexy. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you enjoyed The Sexy Show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Twitter at sxuninterrupted, Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to directly support what we do, please check out patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted today and join our community. We'll see you here next Monday at 5 p.m. on the West Coast and 8 p.m. on the East Coast on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's the sexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.